0: All right, guys, today on the Leadership to Wealth podcast, we've got a rock and roll superstar. I'm sure he probably would have been into rock and roll if he hadn't have gotten into public speaking. But, you know, here's a man who started from ditch digging to building businesses, to teaching people how to do that. And, uh, you know, really, we get into a lot of different areas and wisdom of how the things that he's learned out of failure Guys, if you know what it's like to try something and mess up and then not want to move forward, you're going to want to listen to our guest today, author, public speaker, business builder, money maker, Jeremy Torres. All right, guys, welcome to the Leadership to Wealth podcast. And today's guest, uh, you know, I, I really looking forward to you guys getting to know him.
1: And uh, his name is Jeremy Torres. Jeremy, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this particular podcast for a long time. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Well, look, Jeremy, um, just just
0: so we can get started, can you give us a little bit of background about you and uh, just a little bit of, of your story, where you're from and, uh, and where you're
1: at now? sure i got um basically it all starts really 25 miles from where i'm sitting right now i was born in hollywood florida which is very rare uh, to be born here in south florida and um i i wrote a book uh during the COVID, and i started that book off kind of like i was born to two young and very damaged people (laughs) so my childhood was crazy like uh yeah uh, you ever guys watch shameless on showtime Right. It, yeah, that's a 10. My house was like an eight on the shameless house. Like we were, <laughs> we might've been Kevin and Viv next door. <laughs> we were pretty crazy. Um, and so I grew up very uh, untraditional and um, mm-hmm. with a lot of problems that come along with that kind of childhood, uh, undiagnosed issues, dyslexia, ADHD, um, because of that, you know, anxiety is always high in my, in my system. Mm-hmm. Uh, rage, a lot of rage because, um, I, I had to be, a, I it was called like a bully's bully. Right, I, Anybody that I saw picking on anyone, I had to step in and protect them. So big protector gene, but lots of street fights, lots of trouble. Um, I decided at 17, I didn't want to be at home anymore. It was just not that the chaos was not paying off. So I left home at 17, joined the Marine Corps early enlisted, but I had to quit school, get a job, you know, uh, and when i went to leave for boot camp i found out that you couldn't leave with a ged which is what i did instead of finishing high school so uh, by then my parents had divorced and split all over the country and they, they moved away so i was really really homeless right at 18 and i just started working i put my head down and worked that's all i ever did i started doing my own little jobs I opened up a car wash with some friends just kind of entrepreneurial spirit spirit was always within me and um Odd jobs, driving tow trucks, painting apartments with my friend's dad. And uh, met a girl one day, as we, uh, as we all do, met a, a significant other, if you will. And her dad asked me if I wanted to make double the money I'm making now. I was working in a machine shop, I think. I was 20 years old. And I said, well, yeah. Shit, yeah. Uh, he said, I didn't even ask what I was going to do. I, sh- I show up for work Monday, and he sticks a shovel in my hand. And I was digging ditches for this crew in Davie, Florida. Hard rock. And, uh, that's, I got, that's how I got into the cable TV business and just long story short, there's a lot more to go, but I spent the last 30 years in the cable television construction industry. Um, worked for Comcast for many years and I worked for my own, my own businesses for many years, uh, lots of ups and downs, some really great stories from the corporate side, some really scary stories from the ownership entrepreneur side. But, um, eventually I got with this crew that been in. Uh, business for a long time and we went let's say from cheeseburger to steak right for 18 years they were local we went national for the last three years of uh the time I was there with them and uh, we actually just sold that company to a very big name a lot of people might know I don't know if I could say quite yet because we're still at the tail end of that contract but um this is all I do now full time is I, I I don't do cable anymore I retired just turned 50 and now I help people start small businesses and and uh you know, just try to succeed on their own from all my failures and conquest and lessons and, and life. And I try to share that with as many people as possible. Wow. Fire okay. time, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's I that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, whoa, okay. Well, that's uh, that's a way to get
1: started. See you later, there. everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank thank you guys. For leadership to wealth. So that was a great conversation. We we could stop right there. Um, uh, so, I've, since you gave me all of that craziness, I guess I should probably uh, start off with, um, you know, uh, which which is better, crazy mother or crazy father?
1: Well, my dad wasn't crazy. My mother was crazy. Uh, my dad was a uh, pacifist, so he'd uh, just oh. go along with my the craziness, you know, which really yeah. is what I actually got a lot of that uh, in myself. Uh, you know i hang around crazy people i act crazy i hang around successful people i act successful so you're, you're the aggregate of your five closest friends absolutely. and so you never want to be the, the top of that ladder you want to be right down towards the t- bottom two yeah yeah you know.
0: absolutely absolutely <laughs> that,
1: that that's great
0: advice right off the get-go um with without a doubt uh, and you know it's 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 maybe we can we can flush this one out a little bit because you know i remember when i was younger and I wanted to be around people that were wiser, smarter, more creative, all that kind of stuff. And I thought, I don't know how to get into those rooms. And now part of it it, it took me years, <laughs> took me decades to learn how to do that. but can you say something about, hey, how do you how do you surround yourself with with people like yeah. that?
1: That's a great question, Neil, because no one's ever asked me that that way. And I I have a a very easy answer that just bubbled up to the top. Number one, the reason you think that is self-confidence, self-doubt. All right, that's number one, Um, which is healthy and nice. Uh, You don't want to be too ego. Ego's the enemy, as they say. But at the same time, how I found to get around successful people is adding value. How can you be a value to somebody you want to be around? So first of all, you tell them that you want to learn from them. Believe it or not, that's adding value. You're giving somebody their place in the world. You're telling them that you like to have them as a mentor. Just tell them, I want to do what you're doing. It's very flattering and it's very humbling. So that's the number one way to do it. The second way to do it, to add value is to be a service to them. Okay. And this is something that I live by every day. I'm of service to somebody in my life every day.
0: So number one, tell them that you want to learn from them. (laughs) And then number two, can you say that again?
1: Number two. Number two is to be some sort of service to them. Add value by being of service. Now you're going to say, well, how could I be of service to somebody when I don't know what I'm doing yet? There's other ways you could be of service. You could tell them uh, I'd like to do some stuff for free for you. Like uh, if if you let's say for instance, if you're a. trying to become a real estate agent you go to a broker and a real successful broker, you'd say, how about I I dial numbers for you, try to do lead gen and, you know, show me your best lead gen guy. And let me learn from him. I'll, you know, make coffee, I'll I'll work in the office. Let me help. me find out how you do your listings on MLS, just something to be in that area. That's of service. You're learning, you're not costing them money. And then you're getting a base in return, but you're around and you're in their orbit that way. You gotta be able to start from the bottom. Yeah, I, I so still sweep the floors and clean the toilet sometimes and I got offices all over the country. Yeah. Right? I'm, nothing is beneath me.
0: Yeah. Love it. Uh, is there a number three?
1: Well, those are the, the first two things. So number three <laughs> would probably be consistency and, you know, follow yeah. up with what you're going to say and be consistent about it and just yeah. follow their example and their lead and uh, yeah. try to do the same thing in the future.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That, that is amazing. And, um, you know, guys, if you're watching, and if you don't see anything else that right there is gold you know put okay. get yourself around you know five people that are at a higher level than you are and uh you know um let them know let them know yeah. number one let them know that you want to learn from them and number two be of service jeremy thank you for being on the show today No, um, that, <laughs> it's brilliant it's brilliant and and honestly i I can say that I wish that I had had that advice when I was a younger man. It, it would have saved so many years of tri- just trying to learn. How do you, how do you do that? Right. Uh, oh, I got to be cocky and I've got to let them know yeah. that I want to, I want to make a, you know, a million dollars. I'm, I'm going to be the next guy. You know, if, if someone would, if someone would just
1: show me how, right. Like, Oh, yeah, you know, or even worse, why, why, why am I not good enough? And you start doubting yourself, mm-hmm. I'm not worth yeah. it. I'll never be able to do it. You yeah. know, that's even worse. That's where I was when yeah. I was growing up. And I'm sure that you yeah. were too. At some point, you always yes. think, I could never do that. Yeah. It's amazing what you could do. And, uh, yes. and nowadays, yeah. man, imagine where we'd be, Neil, if we had YouTube back then when we were 13, 14 years old. If oh we my saw goodness. the people younger than us or our age being successful. And we go, oh, my gosh, that's, that's all you do. I mean, I, I was a drummer for many years, professionally, even I played in Nashville with a few people. And so, um, I just always played the record over and over again and learned, and I could imagine how he did that drum roll and I practiced and practiced and practiced and, um, now my kids, I have a drum set in my living room, believe it or not, uh, to my wife's dismay, but my kids all get on there and jam, especially my, uh, Pete, my son, Peter. And he's got these videos where he's watching his favorite bands playing and there's cover people doing the, the, the tune and they're showing cross stick action. Peter's 10 times the drummer I was. I've been playing drums since I was four and I'm 50. Peter has been playing for about five or six years and he's twice the drummer I am because he can see and copy. And that's all you gotta do. You know what R and D is in business? People think it's, uh, you know, it's, um, what is R&D? That's research, research and, development. and development. No, no, yeah. no, It's rip off and duplicate. See somebody mm-hmm. doing something, rip it off and duplicate it. Make it your own style. Give them credit, but rip yeah. off and duplicate. Yeah, That's what, absolutely. That's what it's all about.
0: And, and literally, we're happy if you do it, too. Like, by all
1: means. Great. Yeah. I'm glad that I was able to pass that on to somebody, right? Yeah. And I'm going to drop about 10 more of those in this thing. And they all come from one guy. His name is Steve yeah. Nudelberg. He's my business coach. He's a mentor of mine. Steve Nudelberg's changed my life. He's the reason I wrote my book. Uh, his, his example his, and his son, Mark Nudelberg, are, are my holy grails of where I want to be. And I'm actually in one of the businesses I own with my son and uh so you're gonna hear a lot of jewels and if you just go to noodleberg.com you're gonna go that's where jerry got it from that's where jerry got it from he's a thief no i'm not i'm successful because i follow my mentors you know moves and steve will tell you all day 24 hours you got to give him my name after that it's yours but i i I still give him the credit because he's a hell of a guy (laughs) yeah
0: i love it that's amazing that that is that it is really so brilliant um you know one of the things i I think a lot of people have difficulty with is in in today's age for for you and i we go man if we had had this when we were younger there's so much information and knowledge and wisdom that you would be able that we would be able to gather for but for a lot of people now i think the difficulty is they don't know how to sift through it through all of the information because there's so much there and oftentimes the the people that give you the most valuable information aren't necessarily the best sales oriented yeah. or something like that. They they're not the top of the Google list or whatever in that. So yeah.
1: See, yeah, to your point, you know, what made me strong is all my failures really at the end of the day, uh, my resilientness, my, um, my toughness, my grit comes from my background, my history. The, no matter how big of a failure that I, that I've, I experience it's not going to be as low as where i was at other points of my life it's like you know if i fall down the mountain i'm still going to be higher on the mountain than i used to be so i get up brush it off and just start climbing again and so to your to your point when i hear good stuff on youtube now i go Ooh. I mean, it resonates because i know how much bad stuff's out there so to your point i get what you're saying there yeah you Uh, If you just go to YouTube and start listening to everybody, you're not going to know without any experience, really, if somebody's bamboozling you or because there's probably a lot of charlatans out there really giving you some wacky advice. Never pay anybody for anything for a long, long time uh, until you know them personally for a long time. Uh, Yeah, Like I said, high school dropout, GED, very little college. I took college courses when I worked at Comcast to get into management, but very little bit. But I have a knowledge education, and I probably dropped over $200,000 to mentors and and leadership programs and real estate investment programs and uh, mentors and private coaching and, and all this easy over to probably 250 easy yeah. uh, but it's it's uh paid off you know 10 times because I knew it was like going into these, these surgically paying the money and knowing what I was gonna get and just one people think also oh, I want to pay a guy money and I'm gonna know everything doesn't work like that you got to pay a guy money and you just got to look for the nuggets. Look every time you talk to them, every time I'm in there, get that nugget and work the nugget. The next time you move with them, you're not going to come out with her with 18 things. You're going to come out with two things and work those two things. And that's worth if you paid 50, hundred or a thousand or 50,000. It's the same process. Don't, don't get messed up on how much you pay. It's up to you to dig for those nuggets, ask those questions, be yeah. present.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, OK, so here's something funny. I mean, whether whether you're spiritual or not, there's um, in the in the Bible, there's a quote where Jesus says, you know, if you hold to my teachings, then you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. And a lot of people jump to the part of, you know, oh, the truth will set you free. But it's interesting that he says, if you hold to the teachings, right, you actually have to apply the stuff make the mistakes, go through that. And then on the other side of that is, is uh, that truth that is able to set you yeah. free. And it, uh, everything in what you just said screams of that. You know, it's yeah. not the, hey, uh, you get all this knowledge. It's really in the doing of it,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. And having that uh, faith, whether it is spiritual faith or faith in yourself, you know, uh, yeah. stoicism is something I've studied a lot of lately. Marcus Aurelius' his writings and the meditations, And if you read any of that stuff, you're going to understand that things happen for a reason and you got to accept it and move on and not hold those grudges. In fact, you learn to appreciate these things when they happen and you go, wow, you got to go. Something big is coming. You know, it's a total mindset on bad stuff happening. You know, listen to the right people. Jocko Willink, you know, good. Something bad happens. Good. Because I'm telling you, everything is written everything's written already and, and if yeah. you just do the right thing consistency is the key to success take those bad read uh, obstacles the way you know you'll find out that the bad stuff that happens in life are there for a reason to make you tougher yeah. to put you in the right place to talk to the right person you might meet somebody in line at uh, DMV because you got a ticket that might change your whole business life you know yeah. I mean our lives are mapped out they really are and it's it's kind of crazy you can't you, you can't discount some of the things that happen in my life by chance from yeah. bad stuff I mean
0: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially with COVID happening, you know, I think I I said to somebody there, you can have two very different mindsets. You can either, either COVID is happening to you or it's happening for you. And I think there's something in life there, either life happens uh, to you or for you. And if you realize that, or you even just take the mindset that it's happening for you, then- that guy at the DMV that you're standing there with could open up another opportunity.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly the point. The mindset is got to be positive. And uh, personally, I have a little bit of depression in my family. I work from. Uh, I wake up at three thirty every morning. I go to bed around midnight, so three and a half hours sleep on average, and <laughs> usually not in a row, which is not healthy. I know, but um, right. when I do turn my batteries off. I'm down for like three days. I, I mm. sit on my chair, I put on Law & Order, season one, I watch all the way to season 20, right? Back to back to my wife and my kids, they walk by me like I, they dust me off once in a while, turn me over, and, and I, I lean into that darkness. I lean into my tired, my exhaustion. I lean in to turn my phone off, Not I don't need anything. And then I know after day two or three, when I get up, I take a shower, <laughs> or I eat some healthy food again, and all of a sudden, I'm back two, three months, 3.30 in the morning, up, meditating, you know, stretching, checking my email, doing my social media. Then I'm making coffee for my wife. Then I'm at the office here at 6 o'clock, starting to shoot, starting to record, starting to email people, asking them to do, always, always, always moving like a shark. I work from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. every single day, seven days a week. So those three days when I want to feel bad, I lean into it because I know it's not long. So you feel bad, something bad happens to so you, lean into it. Feel it, and then let it go. Wow, wow!
0: You know what I, I'm hearing is that uh, you're you don't apply, you know, a level of judgment that a lot of people put on themselves, like how terrible they are, how not good <laughs> enough, and and you're just kind of leaning into it and going, "This
1: is good. This is part of the process," and and you I'm know that it. you're going to come back. Yeah, I I cut, I bleed. Everybody has it. Yeah, everyone got it. Everyone needs to, you know, admit their. Everyone's got demons. Everyone's got uh, proclivities. You know, you, nobody's perfect. You'd be boring if you were. So you make a mistake, really, <laughs> just accept it, examine it, move on. Now, you don't want to repeat the same mistakes. If I did that every other weekend, I'd be useless. But I would do it every two or three, right. four months. Yeah. You know, yeah. so
0: you, you, you know, know and, want, and,
1: and really, I'm not. I'm not out running around the bars on my family for three days. I'm on my couch watching law and order. Come on, you know what I'm saying? It's not like uh, I'm out damaging my, my my reputation and all that stuff, but uh, yeah, not, not like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys,
0: this leadership and wealth, don't lean into uh, you know uh, destructive <laughs> <Carousing>. behavior. <laughs> You're right.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, when something bad happens to it, you got to feel it, acknowledge it, give it a spot, and then know yeah. it's happening for a reason, move on.
0: Yeah. So, so when the when the time comes, be okay with uh, taking some downtime. Be okay with, with uh, going through, you know, yeah. a slow period, if that's what you want to call it or, or whatever. It's um, a chance to
1: do something else, right? It's a chance yeah. to learn OBS. It's a chance to start, you know, writing a new script, doing something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, some of the stuff you were just talking about there, it just made me think um, about you know if when i die um you know what do i i've thought many times what would i want written and i thought you know what i'd probably want written something like he fell down but he got back up again and yeah because i'm i'm pretty cool with with being the guy that falls down gets knocked down whatever But gets back up again. I think in the movie The Untouchables, you know, they're how do you know who won an all-out prize fight? Two men in a ring, one man's left standing, and that's how you know who won. Um, What what would get written? What would you want written on yours?
1: Well, to your point, uh, Les Brown uh, comes from right down the street. He was born in Miami, Florida, with a twin brother, and he was told he was retarded. And his brother wasn't and he used to sell television sets door to door Miami. It was hilarious. And He's a huge motivational speaker. Yeah. One of his quotes yeah. is if as long as you get down, knocked down, if you can look up, you can get up. So get up. Right. So yeah. uh, for me, yes. it would be act that you know, act acted at the speed of instruction. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, that's one of my saying is if someone tells me to do something, I do it I, immediately. If I'm talking to you and I'm, I'm on the phone with you and you say, hey, do me favors, uh, you know, send me that link. Um, some point i go okay hold on send the link because if i hang up the phone i'm not going to do it so act at the speed of instruction if you have to do something do the hard things first eat the elephant uh somebody wrote a book about called the brian tracy i think is his name uh so it's doing the hard things first getting them out of the way enjoying what you're doing but um you know really years ago when i paid for my college um my kids college prepaid i got four kids and we paid for their college as they were born um, that would have been on my tombstone, uh, paid for my kids. My kids are going further than I went, but yeah. luckily they're now 18, 20, 23 and 28. And now they will be do a lot more in life to get ahead of pop than go to college. Right. Pops on a roll right. here. So right. now it's, it's just, you know, I've, I've done so much more of my life since even I was in my twenties that i never thought I would do because of this confidence and this ego and the success, you know, um, and the failures checking that ego uh so i'd say you know again it's acting at the speed of instructions if you want to do something someone actually tells you how to do it get off your butt and do it
0: wow well well you you just named uh two of my uh, favorite speakers i got i got a chance to see les brown when i was 19 (laughs) probably about 19 and um you know he's still He's still going at it. Um, you know, he yes. still speaks from time to time. Brian Tracy, uh, great guys. You know, changed my life with some of the stuff that he taught. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I've, I've awesome stuff there. But um,
1: move. Eat the frog. At- I'm sorry. Did I say eat the elephant? Eat the, I frog. Eat the frog. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I think that might be both. I think that might be but both it's, books. It's, yeah. How do you eat an elephant? You know, one yes. bite at a time, right? One bite at a time. That's right. <laughs> That's eat the right. frog
1: is doing the hard things first. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Sorry, since, we just, <laughs> well since, since we just mentioned, why why don't we, l- let me just ask you, you have your own book, um you know, Labor to Leadership. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. You know, during uh, COVID, uh, I-, I has traveled the last 10 years, 45 weeks on average, 45 weeks out of the year. I travel. I had offices yeah. all over the country, east side of the country, every week in a different city, gone Monday morning, back Thursday night, and so I'd only have to be home Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Kids are usually out doing their thing, me and my wife for honeymoon every, every week because I never saw her all week, it's a great life. Um, but then I was home with my family in a house, stuck for two months and they had a family meeting and they said, dad, we don't work for you. Stop telling us what to do. So I'm like, well, cause I'm used to being all of the country and working with very high level performers, project managers, uh, owners of very large companies. And now I just found myself barking at the kids and my wife every day, you know, cause that's that's what I do uh, in a sense. And so they had a family meeting and I had to go, wow. You know, I was really making people upset. <laughs> so uh, I, I have all these stories on my head, my memoirs, if you will, because my life was really crazy. And I tell you, it's nothing. The stories are crazy, not even fit for podcasts right now, these days. Um, so I wanted to just to write them down. I was turning 50. This was last year, right? So I was going to be turning 50 in May. I started writing them down. So I would get out of my family's hair really, um, mm-hmm. and just go occupy myself. I told you I'm a hard charger. So when I sat down in my front of my computer for the next three months, I did nothing but write, write, write. And I'm a, I don't even like to read hardly let alone write, but I wrote, you know, hundreds of pages about my story. And as I read them, I started seeing a pattern, you know, like, Succeed and fail, then fi- fail, then succeed, then fail, fail, succeed. But when I started noticing that of the people I started being around, different places in life, my successes started going higher, my failures started getting less. Sometimes there would be greater failures, but because the chances were higher, the risks were higher. And I, I saw a story laid out in front of me of a kid from nowhere who accomplished some pretty cool things. I gave it to some people that I know, um, and they said that it was very good, which surprised me. So I took, that's the first part of the half is about my life. And then the second half of the book is called, they're called business elements. They teach people, if you're going to start a business, you better know all the elements to a business or you're going to fail because every element of a business is as important as every other element. And if you overlook something like I'm great at sales, but if you don't know how to market, you're never going to sell anything. Marketing and sales are not the same thing, right? I'm really good at working on something but I don't know how to get customers or I don't know how to pay bills. or I don't know about taxes. I don't know about HR. I don't know about hiring. Every one of those things will eat your lunch. So in the back of the book, the second half, are just tells you little stories about each of the elements of business that ate my lunch over over the course of time. And there's examples at the bottom of places and people and books and videos who taught me how to get right. And so now I'm good. I don't lose, baby. I win. Everything I touch turns to gold. Everything I touch turns to sold. Like I, I do the little things in business because I, I asked, I learned, and I repeat. So right. this is this is what I want the book for. I want I want to help people succeed. Wow! Uh, and all of that is in that book: labor to leadership. Absolutely. First half is my personal story. You can flip right back to the middle if you just want to learn about the business part and not be uh, see all the mom and drama stuff. But I got some interesting stories. It's it's pretty much rated PG-13. But uh, (laughs) I I call that book the the tip of the asperg because there's a lot more crap (laughs) underneath the surface that I can write another volume or two about. (laughs) But really, it's in labor leadership, my, my journey from pit digger to CEO. But there's a catchphrase in the front that says, if I could do it, anyone can. Because really, anyone could do what I did. Just follow yeah. the steps.
0: Yeah. It, that That is really interesting. When you come upon a, a point in your life when you realize that it's not your brilliance.
1: no <laughs> oh, it's your sweat Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're
0: like... Yeah, you know i'm not really the smartest uh you know the smartest or sharpest tool in the shed or
1: whatever um analogy you want to use i was just smart enough to imitate other people and and put the time in Uh, i was always the first one on the job i was always the last one to leave you know locking the gates at night and unlocking the gates in the morning at the cable companies always every day
0: yeah yeah that that's amazing um you know I I always invite people into my thought process or my mindset which is uh I don't know if you yeah you you should you might know from um Marvel comics uh the Juggernaut you know Juggernaut's got this hard head and he can run through walls right <laughs> he's the unstoppable force <laughs> right and uh I said you don't have to be the smartest just be prepared to run through some walls and uh, well, I'll as tell you, you what, do the- I
1: learned. Over time, if you if you're good to people, and you mm. share everything in your life with people, and you look to help people, people will go through walls for you. Wow, that's will open doors for you, just like that, just by asking them. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. Now I've heard you say that um, it, previously. You talk about part of the success ladder or climbing the success mountain. Uh, you know, you get better and better with more successes less failures and then you talk about how as you get further up now the air starts to get thinner and um could you talk a little bit about what how you see that um you know because i am sure there there's a metamorphosis that happens as you're as you're going up can you talk a little bit about what that's like
1: well maybe i can maybe i can't because i I still see myself as a fighter because when I had, when I was a kid, I had no self-esteem. I was jealous of the kids who had low self-esteem <laughs> They talk bad about Are themselves. Right. And I go, oh, you're but- lucky you got low self-esteem right now. I'm just yeah. kidding. But I, I'd never really saw myself as being part of that top. You know, yeah. I, mean, I never saw myself as done. Maybe as a way to say it, because maybe it's my ADHD, whatever you want to call it. My thirst, my drive is really what it is. At the end of the day, I've always got two or three or four things going. So maybe I'm at the top at the cable company where I just sold that company and no one could get higher than – I guess you could get higher. You could do more things, of course, with it. But from where I came from, digging dishes to selling a company for multis of millions of dollars and being part of the ownership of that team, I've really – you could check that off the box, but I never even felt fulfilled. Like there's always more I could learn. There's always more I could do. Every time I talk to a person where I mentor kids from junior achievement or I, I somebody hires me for a coaching session. If I don't listen, ask the right questions and learn from that conversation, I've failed. So I never think that I'm in the rarefied air because I've never got the sense that I'm done learning. You know, every single day something comes up that disappoints the heck out of me in any business that I do. Every day I'm disappointed in something because my, my, my level is way up here of expectations. But, you know, I learn from why did that happen? Why was I disappointed? Did I not explain it? Did I not communicate it enough? Do I don't have the right process? Am I, is the process too hard? So I can't answer really your question because I never consider myself done, even near done. I still feel like I'm 20. I'm mean, you know i'm 50 i feel i just started my cut my son has a business for are second year now you know we got five employees two trucks 300 customers uh 250 customers $300,000 revenue this thing is in a baby step number two on the tony robbins scale it's, yeah. it's gonna be big but he does all of the work i'm just here i help him once a week we meet but again my head is there i'm looking at things i'm thinking about things i've got you know my wife's real estate and, and brokerage business i do um coaching you know, vi- audio, know uh, video coaching to train people to go from part-time to full-time realtor so i'm always thinking about that i've got another uh, venture that i'm investing in where i'm going to be helping create something new technology so i'm always at the beginning point of my career or at the middle point or at the top but to get it better or to invite more people and make the if i'm at the top i better make it bigger and if that make if it's got to be bigger that's challenging. How can I do that? How can I make it easier? So I'm always rethinking how to, so I'm never going to know, hopefully what you're even talking about. tell you this <laughs> way. Um,
0: okay. There's, there's a bunch of stuff there. Um, <laughs> and what did I, what, what would I like to ask about that? That that's, am, that's amazing just to hear what you've gone through. There's a couple of things. First of all, one of the things that I, that I just heard there was, you went from you've gone from doing a lot of physical work to a lot yeah. more of your work now is is mental
1: yeah yeah and emotional
0: yeah. right intellectual
1: yeah. emotional sharing yeah gotta be the cheerleader yeah. i'm an energy provider i'm a conduit of energy
0: yeah uh, what is there anything that you would say that uh, that you can see uh, you know you've you've gone through so many life lessons and here you are uh, with with the wisdom that you have. Are there things that you can see and maybe share where you're like, okay, if there's something that can take me off my game, th- this kind of stuff can take me off my game. At the level you are now, are there things that can take you off yeah. of your game?
1: Yeah, sure. And that's so. Remember, I told you I have daily rituals, and one of those is yeah. kind of in the morning is is uh, looking at what I'm gonna do. So i live on my calendar my calendar is, is in 15 minute increments and so there's 48 increments within eight hours but i work a lot more hours 15 hours so i have a lot more bandwidth and then at nighttime, before i go to bed i think about what am i gonna do tomorrow right what am i gonna do tomorrow so really you got a balance between the creative jeremy who likes to make the cool room and, and get the lights and run lights and help my son you know with the uh, logo on his truck or help Christy come up with uh, a slogan, right? Uh, Tourist team. Um, I forget what her slogan is. I I should know. But anyway, whatever it is, um, it's awesome. (laughs) But uh, I love creative stuff. But at the end of the day, that doesn't pay the bills. So I got to look at my calendar and go, okay, what am I doing here that's paying bills, right? Um, Am I signing a client? Am I selling a product, am I recruiting a person, am I uh, making a speech, am I signing a contract, am I connecting with enough people today that will open doors for me tomorrow to do these things, or am I just going down a rabbit hole learning OBS, for example, I just had surgery on my leg uh, 10 days ago, I can't move, so I'm on a couch for six days, my wife won't let me get up and go to work until Monday, so I'm on a couch, and I just got, I got a stream deck. I ordered it from uh, Amazon and I downloaded OBS and I learned how to program a stream deck with OBS, you know, cause I have a three camera shoot. There's camera one, right? Camera two, bam, booya! I'm a little off center cause the stream deck here. But it's, it's really cool to get these new toys and where I could do nothing Outwardly, I could sit on a couch and not feel guilty about spending five days watching YouTube videos, learn how to do Stream Deck, learn how to do OBS, learn how to do the virtual backgrounds with the green screen, right? That's why I bought the green screen because now I got these cool videos I can put behind me, microphones twisting and 3D emblems of headphones and uh, that's the creative stuff. Doesn't pay a dime, but I picked my moment, all right? I knew I was gonna have surgery, let's wait, let's do that when I have surgery and I'm on a couch. And that's what I did last week, I really, you know, just dove into OBS. Okay, so. so
0: guys, right now we're gonna we're gonna cut to a quick clip of Jeremy uh, trying to <laughs> deal with his uh, deal with his green screen.
1: Um, this is the blooper reel, hopping around like uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker! Remember when that girl don't make me hop after you? <laughs> One of the best movies in history. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> and now we're back. Okay, so. <laughs>
0: now that you get to see that um (laughs) okay so i've got to share this with you this is absolutely amazing to me and you know how life happens this it's not going to be surprising to you i believe i was talking to my producer at the beginning of this week about obs i i didn't know anything about it just kind of came (laughs) up and i said hey what do you know about obs uh we we got to talk about this and i started just doing a little bit of research so i'm really amazed that that just came out of your mouth um and uh you know that's why when when you started showing me earlier hey you've got this multi-camera setup i was like oh my goodness that that is crazy because uh, it is really interesting what we can do and what you can learn when you put your mind to it when you realize okay hey i and for you, you realize timing, right? You, your ankle is in the shape, yeah, right? Yeah. And you said, all right, okay, I got time. Let me go invest some time yeah. into this. And you went down that thread.
1: Yeah, yeah again, that's you know, what I enjoy doing. So, but it, you know, yeah. you gotta do stuff that pays the bills. You got it's yeah. moderation, looking at your schedule, time management 101, you know, it's, it's create those blocks. Make sure that, and I, what I do is I color code it, right? So, if, for me, purple is the relationship. So your appointment today takes up 90 minutes worth of 15-minute blocks into purple. Uh, the yellow in my things are like my doctor's appointments, or I got to help Christy do this, or you know, I got to pick, put my truck in the shop. Those are yellows, like uh, downtime. It's not productive. It's personal. But then, green is anything that I know is directly contributed or linked to my income anything i mean mm-hmm. it might be just having virtual coffee with somebody which is more of a purple thing but if it's somebody new and that's how you connect so one of the biggest things i have is from again this so write this down the difference between contact and contract is the letter r but that r stands for relationships building your relationships building your personal brand posting your story every day on social media every day every single day is how you create relationships and how people get to know, like, and trust you. So virtual coffees is how I do that. Build my circle of relationships, real relationships, not transactional. And those are in green because that's how I make money by building relationships. Oh, yeah. Does that Absolutely. make sense? So, you know, if Absolutely. I got to go, go doing RPS, right. Uh, ready for, uh, for bids i got to put in uh, for for speaking at uh, associations all over the country that's time consuming those are all green stuff though because that's directly related to contracts that someone's going to pay me some money to go fly out to san francisco and talk to 500 realtors for example that's a green block
0: I, you got me knocked back i gotta be yeah. honest like Okay, first of all, we're gonna have to have Jeremy back on the show at another point because <laughs> I I know we're barely even scratching the surface uh, here, but guys, if you're watching this, you you got you're gonna have to go back and re-listen to what Jeremy has. Like, he's he's sharing with us right now, uh, you know, years and years and years. Of knowledge, experience, and wisdom, and if you want to cut down, he's literally giving you yeah, the yeah. Cole's notes for free. He's That's giving right. you the 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 you know the secret sauce for free. Please go back and re-listen to this. He's literally doing that, um, and and I say that, Jeremy, because a lot of the stuff you're saying, I'm I'm like, oh my goodness, this is this is all stuff that I've had to learn through yeah. through failure. Trial error.
1: Yeah. yeah That's me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah just 12 oh. years ago, I was uh, almost homeless again. I'd I'd lost my business, 12 years lost my construction business, lost my house. I was waiting for the bank to represent repossession. I had another surgery on my knee because I did something no 40-year-old should ever, ever do in their, and I was playing flag football with their 12-year-olds. I shattered my knee playing football with them. I was on a couch, couldn't even get up in my bed. Broke it up with my fiance. no job, 10th degree education, no high school diploma, losing his house. Two boys at that yeah. time. I had two sons. Child support was racking up. I was making a lot of money before that. So my child support was like 1200 bucks a month. Yeah. 12 years ago. And here I am. Sold the company for $30 million. I, I'm a, a small part of that. I was a small part of that. But it's still, I sold the company. And I live a get-to life. Everything ever for the rest of my life, as long as I'm smart about it, is I get to do it. I never have to do anything in my life. But 12 years ago, I was at the bottom of the the bottom. But because I had been lower in my life, I kept smiling. I I took a job for $45,000 a year at a phone center, picking up calls and dialing people and see if they wanted to start a small business called Business in a Box, selling cable TV and alarm services. I got promoted after one day to the supervisor because I don't know. They saw something in me within three months. I was manager within six months as a director and, uh, met my wife. They brought her in to cut hair for the executives. They go, Hey, Jeremy, the hot barber's here. And I'm like, yeah, what's his name? You know, just thought they were messing with me. No, no, no. It's, she's pretty hot. I'm like, all right, how much is it? That's free. But we all give her 20. Literally I had, it was a Tuesday. I had 20 bucks for lunch for the rest of the week. I'm like, I don't have to eat. I went and <laughs> got my hair cut by Christie and we fell in love in that, you know, just right there, bam, first sight. And, um, Took a couple of years to really get it together because of our situation in life. But mm-hmm. if yeah. I had been you know, the kind of person that's like, "Oh, woe is me! I've had so much. I lost it. I'm working at a stupid phone center, and it was a stupid phone center." She would have never liked me. She would have never been attracted to that. Right. You know, I walked in bouncy, bubbly, smiling like always because no one knows me. No, you don't need to know it. You ask me how I'm doing. You're mm-hmm. write this down in capital letters: G R E A T. That's how I am. I'm great every day. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I had two suicides in my family, very close to my brothers, publicly, tragically suicides. Mm-hmm. You can't get me down. There's nothing today that could happen short of my kids getting hurt fatally yeah. that could ever t- say that today is not great. Yeah. Nothing. Take everything from me. I'm great. Cause I'll be yeah. right back here within 10 years, probably bigger cause I just did it this time 50 times bigger than I was 12 years ago. So yeah. never lose your mindset. Keep that mindset, keep that drive. Find out your whys. That is your drive. Motivation is short term. Drive, that's your that gets you out of bed. Pop it. Wow. Sorry, you got to jump in because I'll keep going. I'll just keep no going. It, I'm i loving it. I'm I'm
0: like, shut up. Just listen. <laughs> just no, listen, so- man. It's it's brilliant. Um, you, you know, and and if people can really grasp the value of what you're what you're sharing here you know, and I'm, one of the things that I was, I was just hearing there is that as you're talking about that drive and about motivation and I was thinking, oh, that's so funny. I, I, I literally tell people and it's kind of odd for most people when I share this, I said, I don't really believe in motivation. I don't really believe in motivation or confidence for that matter. To me there, it's kind of a a thing that we have to tell ourselves, right? Um, And so, because if if you know the why right you mm-hmm. know what you're committed to you know what you know that aspect right yeah you yeah. get all the motivation that you will ever need right yeah. you get all the energy that you'll ever need now i and it's funny because i i one of the things that i see and maybe you can speak to this is that when people tell me that they're tired i usually say there's something inauthentic about what you're doing there's something that's that's stealing your energy because if you are really doing what you're committed to, what you love, there's yeah, you're playing. Fun. There's no endless of and there's no endless amount of energy, yeah. right? While right. everybody's working, I'm playing, and I'm yeah. gonna outwork you every single day.
1: That's right, every day, every turn. If I'm doing something, I always go into a room. That we have to share, you know, you're with three strangers or four strangers, breakout room. Everyone does Zoom, right? They go to breakout rooms. And I'm like, I'm Mr. Meek in the corner. Just be quiet, keep your mouth shut. But two, three second counts go by, no one's talking. Okay, guys, here's what's gonna do here. Okay, what we're gonna need to do is what the question was this. So, Marcy, what do you think the answer is? What is your answer to number one? Okay, Doris, what do you think? I can't stand it. Come on, pick up, go. I'll let you go. But if you don't pick it up, oh I'm on it, baby. I'm on it. I'm in charge. I I can love chaos. I control chaos. I slow down time. I'm like the matrix in chaos because of my childhood. So I try to be passive. I try to let people do their thing, but if they can't, I'm the shepherd. Follow me. I'll get you home. Wow. You know, I just love it. That's that energy. You can't yeah. fake it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that is so interesting, man. You, you got me knocked back again. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I just really find like if there's oftentimes I find if there's someone that wants to lead, I'm like great, let let's do it. Um, I got I I got your back, I got your yes. back. Let's go, and and I completely hear you when you say if there isn't a leader there, well somebody's got to lead.
1: Got to fill I'm that void.
0: Gonna, right? You got to fill that void. You know we're we're actually having the elections here in Canada right now, and one of the one of the biggest issues I have in the political world without getting into all of that stuff is oftentimes the lack of leadership, someone that's just going to make it for all the, I don't, I don't care if you like Donald Trump or you don't like Donald Trump or whatever this kind of stuff, the guy put himself on the line for things and said, look, throw whatever you want at me. And I'd rather have a leader that, that said, I'm going to do this. And okay, it sucks. <laughs> Let's go on. Rather than someone that meanders and then puts it on you, like yeah, oh, this is on you. You, you
1: know, that's yeah. your fault. Yeah, using the system as an excuse, so using the past results as a as an excuse for today's yeah. you know uh, results. It's it's an ownership. It's an accountability. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Donald Trump uh, for his, his faults was a man of action. No matter if yeah. you like him or hate him, you can't say he didn't yeah. he didn't act. And, um, it was a shame that our country is so divided these days that there was a, uh, there is a, if you're that, then I'm this mentality and that should be erased and eradicated in every walk of life, but especially politics. But, um, there's no, there is no other person on the planet that I've ever going to meet. I will never meet that. I am a hundred percent and locked up with every single view of their life. Not that case ever, but I bet you almost everybody I meet in my life, almost everybody, I should have at least 50% in common with that person of their views. If you look at all their views, at least 50%, at least I can have an open mind to say, you know what? I see why you think that way. Probably closer to 75%. The other 25%, you just don't talk about. Come on, let's be adults. Let's talk about the stuff we agree on. Let's leave the stuff we don't to the side because now's not the time unless you're in a political debate class or something. But that's the way it is in every part of life. If I'm in a party with someone, someone just talking about how hate, they hate the music, you know, start, just bring something else up, you know, change the, change the subject, to, you know, get, get your mind engaged in something else, try to get off the negativity. And then if I do that and they can't, then I walk away. Because again, it's the five people that you're around. Even at, even at that microcosm at the party, at that minute in your life, you're the aggregate of the five people you're around. So at that party, if I'm around that person, I don't want that infectedness to come on me because I'll be going with my wife, talking about how bad the music is in the car. And I go, oh, crap, that's where it came from. It's an infection. So it'll just stick with you. So you just you try to change the, their mind by changing the subject. So you're not changing their mind. You're changing their mindset. But if you can't, if they don't come along with you, then you you got, you know, I, I got one foot now, but normally two feet, you go move yourself away from that stink. You know, yeah. Zig Ziglar called it stinking thinking and get 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 someone around positive, you know, be change the yeah. song, you know, change the song. I, I'm a musician, so I'm always changing the song in my head in my life. Oh, wow, guys,
0: uh, if you're, uh, you know, if you're hearing what Jeremy's talking, he's talking grown up things here. Uh, there's so many people that Jeremy, I'm telling you, what what you're talking about here is there are so many people that think you have to be a hundred percent on the same page with someone to uh, to have them as a relationship, as a friend, right. as a spouse, it's a shame. as a you know, and, yeah. and 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 I I really have an issue with it in the world of. Uh, personal relationship with your partner yeah. because people somehow there's this image that's going out there that somehow you have to be a hundred percent with them yeah. and i'm like are
1: you kidding <laughs> me my wife. we're not you, the same
0: <laughs> you got you got two people uh different sex um you know different ages Sometimes, or whatever different life yeah. background like that's ludicrous it is and it'd be think, boring
1: if you say how about that? Yeah, I agree. How about that? I agree. How about that? I'd be boring as hell. What kind of life would that be? You
0: know? oh my goodness. It's like vanilla Jared- ice
1: cream every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay, either the nobody's gonna watch this, uh, want to watch this episode, or everyone's gonna want to watch it because that it's it's not sexy to talk like that. Let's be honest. It, oh no, but I don't feel that way. Like, what? Do you have to feel a certain way to go to the washroom? Uh, you right. know, life yeah. is life. Sometimes you're not always going to feel a certain way. Yeah. And and that's where I think you, what you're talking about, mindset, is so key. Now, i got to ask this question because yeah. in my experience, I've come across many people who uh, – many people who they – they're just moving in this direction and you can talk till you're blue in the face. You can share till you're blue in the face, but you're going to waste your energy because they don't, they don't want to move in a different direction. Meanwhile, you can talk to someone else who is salvating just to to get that direction and, and they'll move on a dime and they'll, they'll go off and start making things happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you it's know acting so, at the speed of instruction right that's yeah. to, to, that's the, what saying you know and anybody who wants to work with me first of all I, I give a lot of people you know like you were saying it's all for free i give everything i know i give for free when somebody pays me to coach them it's for my time or it's for spending a lot of time with them but if if they just go on if they want to do a, enough of their own research everything that i say my own podcast stuff my own youtube stuff my book uh, i'm actually a contributing author to another book that's coming out in october uh, there's enough stuff out there. You can get anything I say for free. If you want to pay me, it's for my time. So if you're paying me for my time and I'm telling you what I do, I don't tell you what to do. I just tell you what I did or what I do. This is what I did. This is what I do. Um, and then I, and then I, the next week we, we have a scheduled, you know, hour to come back and we want to review how did it go for you? Well, I didn't do it. Okay. Well then I'm going to refund you your money. We're going to split raise because this is not, you're not going to succeed. And I don't want to have my name attached to that you know you've got to do the actions now if you come back and you say i did it and it didn't work that's different no of course everything i did is not going to work for you but let's examine what didn't work maybe you got to tweak it maybe you misheard me maybe you went too aggressive you know that's awesome i'll spend as much time as we have to do to figure out why it didn't work but when you just say i didn't do it i was too tired something came up bull s i don't know what the profanity level on your station is, but bull s no such thing in my book. I'm a, nine, I'm a five to niner, seven days a week. TGIF, boom. TGIS, the grind includes Saturday and Sunday. There is always time. Make yeah. time. You can make time. You know how you make time? Get rid of the BS in your life. You didn't have time. Something came up. A friend called. He needed help with a flat tire. Now you're, that's not his problems are your problem now. If he's yeah. not one of your five, sorry, buddy. Guess what I'll do? I'll pay for A to come out there, but I can't do it. I'm doing this because yeah. right? something will always come up to distract you that's called the devil whatever you want to call it the mischief in life to make time so yeah. to, to those people that you're talking about I will try to help but you get you don't even get three strikes with me if I hear that too many times too tired too yeah. busy to anything other than trying what I tell you to do or show you what I've done if you don't do the actions you're never gonna make any success in anywhere in your life, and maybe you're just not ready right now. Come back to me in a year. You know, we change.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's something there, uh, and I think you you put it even into words there. But as you get older, you there's something to realizing the value of your time. That because mm. uh, I because I can recognize the hours and days that i've wasted you know um you know hey i did i pour it into someone absolutely um and was that a nice thing to do absolutely did i care about them absolutely but But did it get closer to your goals yeah did i get them any closer to their goals no No. all right no right right? so as you as you move further along you get faster and faster recognizing the people that want to move and and are going to move, and the ones that you yep. know they're they just want to they want to so, someone to listen to them whine and complain, and yeah, um, they want
1: a therapist instead of a leadership coach or a business coach. Yeah, they, you know,
0: yeah, and yeah. and you know, actually, I I just gave um, a friend of mine this advice because he was talking about you know so, people like that 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 just want to talk. They don't necessarily want to do something. And I said, if you're doing that. By all means, just understand that that falls into the category of charity. You're giving them yeah, of your course. time, you're you're being generous, and you never know what a listening ear can do for someone. When they're mm-hmm. ready, they may, but you have to put boundaries in place. Right. Yeah. And and I think you even talked about your color coding system to know what you're actually trying to achieve. That's right. right. Yeah. Are yeah. you trying to change them? Well, how about you work oh, on changing yeah. yourself first?
1: That's true. Exactly right. Yeah. So for those kind of people too, I always encourage them to do a group session with me. You know, I have uh, mm-hmm. certain weeks that you, you get four or five really young entrepreneurs who can't afford uh, a private coach. So you go, okay, well, listen, every Thursday at seven o'clock to eight o'clock, <clears throat> I have a class with five guys. So it's only a fifth of the cost, yeah. you know, and then you, out of five guys, Pareto's, pra, pra, uh, Pareto's principles, right? 80, 20 one of the five guys are going to be a rock star the other four guys are just going to kind of play along and then out of those four 80 20 one's going to be just not doing anything and one's going to do something but at least you're not taking someone's money because you know, who's not listening you're in a group settlement and sometimes they can help each other because they're they got more in common i try to place my groups with some sort of likeness in there some sort of commonality so they can help each other um you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that but uh, those types of settings are better for some cert- certain certain mentalities of people's lives too. Right, right, you know? right, and I, absolutely. There's certain people I spend a lot of time for free with them, but again, it drags me yeah. down. It drags my energy down. It gets right. me aggravated, right. and I go, I can't. It's not healthy for me to help you at this point. Yeah,
0: you know. Yeah, and there absolutely are people that you have to cut off that <laughs> way, and and yeah. you just have to recognize that it's not beneficial to you, your family, your life as a whole. To, to carry some people right uh, in yeah, yeah. as you're going along wow um okay all right all right you, you're not gonna believe this we've already like been talking for a while i I gotta ask you a couple of questions here so tell me a little bit about some of the things that you offer um you know as a as a pro advisor what What are some of the
1: different things that you offer to people well it's like a spoke of a bicycle. I have multiple things that I do, but the hub of it is professionally speaking, being on stage in front of a, a crowd and audience or being on a screen is the number 10, 10 times removed away from being on a stage. But listen, we, we are in a, a different world. Um, but being on stage and talking to people to massive amounts of people is my, that's the goal for me. Cause it's my energy being on the on stage, sharing my story, <clears throat> sharing my, my lessons with, with people face to face. That's, it's my juice It's what so, i do all this for so are you uh
0: speaking publicly right now
1: yes you, are I'm you doing that speaker. yeah professional okay, so, speaker.
0: That's, so I where are two different groups
1: uh to national speakers association and florida chapter of Speaker of professional speakers fsa um so yeah.
0: do you do you have something lined up um do you have a, mm-hmm. another speaking engagement lined up where, where are you speaking next
1: so right, I just finished one for the builder builders uh, builder, um, breakfast, uh, builder breakfast or builder breakfast as a group out of uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. It was virtual. So I just finished that one, and, and uh, they're inviting me to another one. I've got um, the Florida Speakers Association again, and NSA also eSpeakers dot uh, com. There's all these RFPs that you get access to, um, yeah. and I have uh, people that I actually work with that. me access to databases of meeting planners and so i just fill out all these forms that's what i talk about those little green things about filling out those rfps those requests for for, um proposals and you tell them what you do and they hire you so that's you know i do that like a large part of my day is just connecting with people like that but the more you do these other things on the spokes they lead to that hub so i do coaching yeah um, which is the one-on-one you know business coaching and helping young entrepreneurs with their small business and I help them yeah. grow it. Whether they need to learn how to do a PNL, they know how to recruit, they know how to build their brand, their personal brand or their yeah. business brand, time management, goal setting, um, that kind of stuff. Um, mindset. Really. That's where I spend a lot of time with mindset, mm-hmm. finding their wise to get, to make their drive. Um, then I do the group settings for people who, you know, want to do a group setting. I also do, um, uh, the virtual coffee, just relating with people, meeting as many people as I can. I live on LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn and you have anything at all that's in common with me, I reach out, I send a message to you. Hey, I noticed that you like to her University of Miami. I noticed that you are a small business owner like me. Let's have a virtual coffee. We yeah. have a virtual coffee. We get to learn about each other's personal lives, a little bit about business, personal. We really connect. Then they start following oh, wow. me on LinkedIn. And Facebook, whatever, and then what they see is every single day I post something that has something to do with me being a professional speaker or a coach or an author writing a book. Um, they see that and they go, oh, you know what? My office is needing a speaker next week. I remember uh, Jeremy had virtual coffee. He seemed like a nice guy, you know, he's a yeah. normal guy. Yeah. I see him on Facebook all the time, but he does this what he does for a living. Hey, Jeremy, my company's hiring a professional speaker. How does that work even? Yeah. OK, yeah. so that's how building your brand works by posting every day um, yeah. and then just doing um, the stuff with my wife. Uh, you know, she's a realtor. So we're trying to recruit realtors yeah. and stuff like that and giving back to the veterans and the first responders down here in South Florida with uh, different plans yeah. that we create and working with yeah. different title companies. So always a lot of different hats that I'm wearing. Uh, you'll see me doing a lot of different stuff but um, so hang, on, hang
0: on one second. Let me just back you up one second. So if people <laughs> want to get some of that information, uh, on your speaking, on your coaching, where do they go to find that?
1: JeremyTorres.com is the, the basic, the most basic thing to go to or, or connect with me on LinkedIn. In fact, if anyone goes to LinkedIn and messages me through LinkedIn, I'll mail them a free book, labor to leadership, I'll give them a code to Amazon where they can get a live book or an ebook if they want. Um, if they go to my website, um, They'll see how to get a hold of me fill out a little form and I'll you know uh, there's a thing on there connect with Jeremy but they fill it out and then my calendar pops up and they can spend 15 minutes with me or 30 minutes on a virtual coffee and again it's not pushing business it's I, how are you? what do you do? Here's my story what's your story and then we connect. I see what you do every day you see what I do every day. when I think of something that you see somebody that needs what you do, I recommend you It's about learning and helping each other yes you know yeah absolutely. and uh, just being the, the example.
0: Oh my goodness! That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I just made a note to uh, send you a message so I can get a copy. Of that book. <laughs> you got, yeah, I should cover <laughs> Um Okay, so, um, oh gosh, I to send you
1: two coupon codes for the international shipping. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> okay, so a couple of couple of questions here um, that I that I want to ask, sort of rapid fire here. Um, why why public speaking?
1: Because I, for two reasons. Number one, my two favorite things are uh, having a spotlight on me. I'm a huge ham, always have been, always been the center of attention. Always telling jokes. I kill at funerals, right? If you get a, if you need an obituary written, I'm your guy, right? Um, I I was a drummer. I was always on the drum line, you know, in the center of the football field. I love attention. So put that together with helping people. And now you got my favorite thing. I'm the center of attention. And what I do with that attention is I help people. Man, it just scratches all my itches, you know? I, I love yeah. helping people. I love sharing my story. Mental illness is, is so looked upon so badly that I like to share my personal experience with mental illness, not with only with myself, but with my mother, my father, my sister, my very close family members. I told you a little bit about suicide, suicides of my brothers. Um, I like to share those stories because um, more people hear people like me talking about it without shame, but with pride and, and um, acknowledgement than they want to tell their stories. And we get this mental illness thing behind us as a stigma. And, you know, we're all proud of who we are and how we can help each other, how we're the healthiest and happiest. I created something called um, a Zen Ven. What's in your Zen Ven? It's a, a Venn diagram and that you put things that make you happy in it. And it shows kids how to identify the things and the items, the actions and the principles of values that make them happy. And then they find out where on the scale it goes. And they can find out, you know, if you if you can measure it, you can improve it. So they can see the measurements of their happiness and actually work towards being more happy on their, you know, actions, items, values, and things that make them happy. And then things that don't, you get away, you get away from. So there's yeah. different classes that I give online and person in person breakout rooms for. How to what's in your Zen Vent, especially for younger people? That it seems like to be a good seller there. So it's just sharing the word of happiness and, and overcoming adversity and mindset. I mean, I found out in two seconds that my father, who uh, I was born to, wasn't my father when I was 20 years old. It changed my whole life up topsy-turvy, but for the better, because I wasn't really happy with my father. You know, so that little spark, just that little intangible, pff, my father is my father. Holy crap. I have a new lease on life, but that's right here. It wasn't real it wasn't anything anything it wasn't anything intestinally that changed for you know fibers didn't change because i found out that i wasn't blood related to him but inside my mind i'm like oh crap i have I a have potential now you know different it just felt different so you don't need to have that sort of impact to change your life just believe it just say i don't i'm not part of them change it bam cut them off and you're gonna change it's so easy and it, yeah. it's just spiritual almost but it's all between here, it's in here, it's yeah. right here. There's a book, a chapter in my book called Jay Ain't Right when I used to do martial arts. And I used to get kicked hard by these fifth degree black belts. I mean, they would, they would uncork it and I would smile. David Goggins calls it soul stealing. I didn't know that back mm-hmm. then, but I smiled and they used to get scared and yell around. You know, I used to kind of jump around the, the thing and they said, Jay Ain't Right because I would just look at them and smile. It hurt, I didn't even know I was doing it. But that's yeah. just my mentality, you can't hurt me. Like. I'm still here. You're fifth degree black belts. I'm a I'm a, I'm a blue belt, a yellow belt, and you just gave me. I know I saw it. You you corked up, but I'm still here, and it hurt, and yeah. I let him know it hurt. But I'm smiling because yeah. for me it was like I took it. You know that's life. Hit me, Jay ain't yeah. right. You can't hurt me, David Goggins. That's the reason I got my surgery. I went from running zero my whole life at 30. What uh, was at 48 years old, 50 pounds overweight. I started running, started losing weight. I went to six miles within two weeks. Popped my my, my tendon in my ankle because I'm flat-footed. Just can't do that. <laughs> but David Goggins got me so wound up because that's me. It's my mentality. And I was like, I could do it. Shit, if he could do it, if he can do 100 miles, I could do six. Yeah. And I was doing six miles within two weeks, twice a day, by the way. It's 12 miles a day. And I popped a, a ligament. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why
0: exceptional? What's wrong with acceptable?
1: Oh no, acceptable is just not acceptable. Everyone else is acceptable. You'll never stand out. You'll never get anywhere in life with acceptable. Acceptable is is, is half a measure. Mm. If it, if you're not willing to exceed something, you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Just period. I'm not going to do anything for you. You're never going to. And I cannot be around acceptable. One of the biggest fights I have with my wife is our attitude towards that like she'll do something she'll work with somebody she'll do something an activity that's just doesn't move her and i just don't get it and i'll just give her lots of hell about it and she's you know that's why we're so great together because she's so great and passive but i'm like it's if it don't move me i don't have nothing to do with it you you said your wife's
0: name is christy 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 Christy. shout out to christy uh yeah you know keep Keep grabbing him by the scruff of his neck. You're doing a good job. I need it.
1: I need it. <laughs> I told her when I was a kid, my my first crush was on a girl named Christy McNichols. She was an actress um, mm-hmm. uh, in a bunch of movies with uh, Matt Dillon and everything. So I got my Christy finally. <laughs> Plus, I looked up where Christy McNichols is now, and I'm doing much better. <laughs> Christy's a good. She's good. She's my, my. I got a great, beautiful family. I'm one very, very one lucky. In that one mark result. on the wall for me. i love christy Uh, mcnichol but christy torres she's got her she's got it going on uh
0: so okay i got one other question um in in because you've made money and uh you've you've put money into all the different places (sighs) investing where 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 should be people be putting their money how do they do that
1: well again i don't tell anyone where they should be but i'll tell you where i put mine I put mine 100% it's maybe 99.99% of my money is in real estate investing because I don't like any market where any one person could say something negative about the the product and it goes into the tank so private investing to me is too risky now I have a thing my last name is Too risk my blood type is B positive right so don't get me wrong I'm not risk adverse but right. I don't believe that I could put uh, for me a thousand dollars into Apple and then somebody says Apple doesn't work. Is some some influencer, you know, somebody famous says something bad about Apple and they influence the stock. I don't like to put my money where one person has that much influence. Now you go, OK, Jeremy, then what about, you know, the bond, not the bonds, the, um, the, the market that you put a bunch of uh, stocks into. Right. The, yeah. Whatever it's called. Like
0: uh, mutual funds.
1: Mutual funds. Oh, yeah. It's boring. It's boring. I'm sorry. It's boring. I'm 50 years old. I don't have another 50 years ahead of me. Now I can tell you that all my kids in their 20s have mutual bonds where they put money into because that's 30, 40 years of the growth. That's yeah. if you're. So I'm talking to the kids. Put some money, 15. Go watch David. Um, Dave. Um, who's the guy? Baby steps. Um, anyway, uh, put your money into okay. the mutual steps. I hear maybe why yeah. it's saying who it is, but. Uh, uh, put your money in mutual mutual funds if you are young. But if you're 35, 40 years old and, and you're a little bit behind the eight ball, I like real estate. Real estate moves me. I, I get to look for it, I get to touch it, I get to invest it, it'll inspect it. I get to control the renters, I get to help people out keeping the rent the same when they're good renters. I get to upgrade the property for them. They get, you know, uh, toilets, termites, and 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 uh, uh what is the third T for real estate investing? Uh, tenants, tenants, right? I yeah. like it, yeah, you know, termites, <laughs> toilets, and I don't fix the toilet, I call a plumber, you know? Call a yeah. roofer when termites, but, but it's, it's good, it turns me on. I like things that I can uh, influence and see and watch the value. That market's gonna go up and down 20% over 10 years, sure, no problem, but it's never gonna go to zero because somebody drives by and go, this street stinks and my house goes yeah. to zero. That's never ever yeah. gonna happen. You know, so I like investing. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be local. It could be a national level. I do apartment yeah. investing in large groups, but you got to be careful about that. But I, I've done that. And I've made some real decent coin on that, too. But yeah. Yeah. Buy, buy yourself a hundred thousand dollar house, two hundred thousand dollar house. Put a renter in it. Rinse, wash, repeat. Next thing you know, you have two of them, three of them, four of them. Pay off the first one, save up, pay off the second one yeah well but hey l- look I, I think thank you why <laughs> dave ramsey that's the man you listen to dave ramsey let me tell you you can't do anything in life until you're out of debt you're not going to be happy with, until you're out of debt listen to dave ramsey follow the baby steps get out of debt mm. that's the huge. well listen
0: ever. listen i think i think real estate sexy as anything so um you, you, now yeah. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. guys i'm gonna actually give you a prop here because i'm gonna say I, and this is something that I always tell people that the number one thing to invest in is right here. Uh, yeah. Invest in your own education, uh, invest in in learning, growing, because like you said, uh, in terms of how much money you spent on your own learning and the yeah. dividends that it's paid. And so, yeah. uh, guys, you know, definitely you check out Jeremy uh, Two risk. Jeremy through, through risk, uh you know and uh you know there's lots lots of wisdom that has just been dropped make sure you rewatch this episode Jeremy oh my goodness i loved it babe loved it i
1: got listen, i got i'm, I'm going give, give you a double gun salute <laughs> <laughs> don't make it Yeah, guys,
0: Jeremy, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, You know, I really appreciate all that you shared and, uh, you know, definitely look forward to continuing to uh, see your growth and your success and uh, being able to uh, share that with, with the viewers.
1: Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me, guys. Appreciate you, Neil.
0: Guys, this is the Leadership to Wealth podcast, and you need to check out my man, Jeremy Uh, Torres, Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you guys next time on the Leadership to Wealth podcast.